Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you guys nice and early this morning before 6 a.m. Um, just wanted to get an episode out to you, so sometimes you got to wake up early and get stuff done. So coming to you today um, with a really educational podcast, um, one that I've gotten a lot of requests about, and it's about the lifestyle of a medical device sales rep. Um, and I'm going to kind of dive in what that looks like. Um, I've talked about divisions and why that matters and the territory size and all that. So going to just dive deeper um, so you guys can have a better understanding what I mean when I say division, what lifestyle you want, how much money, like just just all the above and kind of di- diving into it. Again, when I'm making these podcasts, this is just from my personal experience, from me reaching out. That doesn't mean it's the it's all the right answers. It doesn't mean it's everything. Um, my my word isn't the only word. You know, I just say that because I'll have people reach out and say, you forgot to put this, you forgot to do that. Again, I'm only giving my point of view. That's why there's other podcasts. Uh, so I just want to put that. If you guys hear that, dog started eating breakfast right now. Perfect timing. So if you guys hear some rattling, that's all that is. Uh, Mr. Braxton's hungry for breakfast. But coming to you guys, like I said, with this episode, before we jump into it, if you guys haven't, please press that like and subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, if you guys are following us on the podcast, a five-star review really helps us out. It really helps us reach more people and just educate them about this amazing industry and answer questions that they might have. And then feel free to reach out. You guys have been doing great at like LinkedIn at Jacob McLaughlin. Otherwise, Instagram, new to medical device sales, TikTok, you guys have been awesome reaching out. Um, so again, love to connect with you guys and then also there's that new to medical device sales.com for the ebook where I go into depth of everything I did to get four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies with no previous experience put in my business plan and so forth so if you guys haven't checked that out if there's any questions I can answer for you please feel free to reach out but getting into today's episode the lifestyle of a sales rep this one is one I've been getting reached out to for a long time and I, and I wanted to address it today because I've said there's different divisions and people really don't understand what that means. So what I wanted to kind of break down is what do the divisions mean? What does that look like for finances? What does that look for a lifestyle? You know, like a lot of people will reach out and they're like, I talked to a bunch of people and it sounds like you guys work 15 hour days every day and you have no life and all you can think about is that, you know, there's some divisions that that is true. And then there's other divisions. That's not true. You know, um, so just wanted to go into it. So when I say there's divisions, divisions, there's literally so many different divisions. And the div- divisions is just kind of like the category that you're in. So the most common one people will know about is like, you know, capital, trauma, spine, orthopedics, minimally invasive, you know, like those are kind of like the ones that I've heard the most about. And when I was trying to break in, the people I reached out to were mostly somewhere in those divisions, Um, especially like if you heard Stryker, Stryker is known for orthopedics, you know, then you have um, Medtronic is really known for like pacemakers and and that's another one, pacemakers and neuro. Um, Then you have like other different companies known for these different specialties. But again, just saying that there's more companies than that. Uh, But I wanted to kind of break it down. So when I say what's the lifestyle, you know, like people always ask me, is it an eight to four job? Is it an eight to five? Can I do this? Because what they hear is they hear, oh, I can make hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then they're like, yeah, I want to do that. But they only want to work 
40 hours or less. Um, so let me just make this clear. If that is your guys' mindset, uh, if you want to work under 40 hours, you should not be in medical device sales because this job is not that. Um, it doesn't matter what area you're going into, majority of the time you are going to be working way over 40 hours. So I just say that because, again, I get reached out to because they're like, Oh, I saw the average rep makes this much money, 150,000. I want to do that. I want to I want a car stipend. I want all this. But then they're like, "But what are the hours?" cuz I I only wanted to do it like 8 to 4. It's never going to you're never going to be a good fit because once you have a schedule like even that next week I had two surgeries get rescheduled on Friday night at 5 and 6:30 on night at night on Friday. You know, like if you're wanting to be done by 4, this isn't going to be your your cup of tea and also knowing that when they say five o'clock at the hospital, it usually means five thirty, six o'clock at the earliest that it's usually running. Um, especially because if one surgery, say the eight a.m. surgery, gets kicked back, well, now the whole day is kicked back, um, and that's how it kind of rolls out. So, really, just going into it, I wanted to touch on. So, I, I mentioned the divisions, right? So, what what I learned when I reached out to these reps and kind of what it was required. Again. This is only from my experience reaching out to everyone that's listening. Um, it doesn't mean that it's the only answer. It doesn't mean it's the only right answer. It's just what I learned from people reaching out. And so when I talk about division, you have capital. So with capital, you're selling pieces of capital equipment that could range between you know forty to a hundred thousand or more dollars. Uh, there could be even like the Da Vinci robot. You know that's millions of dollars, um, and you're trying to get hospitals or places to purchase that. And that's, that's your cell, that's your bag. And with that, it could be a lot of traveling because if you're, if you're having a product that's a hundred thousand or maybe it's $200,000 that you're selling. Well, if you're like, for example, if you're in the state of Arizona, there's only so many hospitals that are going to be willing to do that or are going to be prospects. So a lot of times you'll have to travel across the country, you know, going to any hospital that's open to it or, or interested in it or who could use it. Um, and, and again, it doesn't have to be hospitals. It could be a setting. It could be a physician office, whatever it is. But to give you an idea, you know, like I've talked to people that were in capital and they're like, I was on a plane three times a week, you know, so that that is something that could happen. Then when you get into like the common one is like trauma, pacemakers, neuro. Um, again, there's always this, the few ones, right? There's some that could be less, but you got to think most commonly I heard reps would get start getting burned out on that one because they're on call 24 seven, right? Like they're not only dealing like with, especially like pacemakers, they're not only dealing with doctors. Normally they're also dealing with the uh, clients, the patients as well, because they might have questions about their pacemaker and stuff like that. So again, just going into detail with those kind of uh, jobs that, you know, like I talked to one rep and they were like, I go to church on Sunday and if I get a call, I have to leave church. So half the time I can't even like enjoy church because I'm getting calls on Sundays. I'm getting calls 24 seven. If it's trauma, you know, your job as a trauma rep is when there is trauma, when there's a car accident and it doesn't matter if it's at 11 in the morning or if it's at 3 a.m. You know, like if it's at 3 a.m., you're getting the call and they're doing the surgery at six, you got to get in there, you know? So like you're on call at 24 seven. Like I even talked to one trauma rep where it was like, they got off at 11 o'clock, went home and another accident happened at 2 a.m. and they got called back in. So they literally were off for, you know, three, four hours and they're back in and then they had to do a whole nother day, you know? So like sleep can come into that. So Again, that's just something to think about. Um, also, at, just think about the uh, pace or 
the length of the surgeries, you know, like neuro, um, spine, again, there could be ones that are two hours. Um, but there's also ones that are eight to 10 hours, you know? So if it's like, Hey, you're having a surgery, well, you're only doing one surgery a day. Cause if it's 10 hours, you're in there all day, you know? So things like that to think about. And then also like many minimum minimally invasive, sorry. Those are surgeries that, you know, people can come in same day in and out. Um, maybe the surgery only takes half hour. Maybe the surgery only takes an hour. Um, so you can do a lot more volume. It's quicker. So those are just things you got to start asking yourself. What do I want my lifestyle to look like? Do I want to be working all the time? Do I want to, because this is the thing too. If you're working all the time, there is the opportunity to make more money. You know, like a trauma rep. I'm not saying all trauma reps make a lot of money. It's because that's the thing. I put this on TikTok. When I put the average, it's the average. If the average rep makes $150,000, there's some reps making three, 400,000. And there's also some reps making $60,000. You know, like just because it's the average doesn't mean you're going to make that. But those are divisions that could have the opportunity to make more. And even minimally invasive, it can make more um, or you can make good money um, and make make a lot of money. But like, you know, if there's a, a trauma rep making $500,000, but again, that's time and years and relationships and all that, 500K and maybe the minimally invasive makes 250. But the trauma reps on call can't take trips, do all that minimally invasive. They might be able to, you know, take a long weekend or they might be done by five or six o'clock most days. You know, like it, it just varies. There's no one size fits all. That's where I tell you guys, you have to find out the company, what the division is, what the territory is, because that's something I didn't even touch on either is like the territory of your size. You're going to have a different lifestyle if, you know, for example, if I just have to cover the metro area that I live in. Well, I'm just driving to those areas. But if I have a several state territory, when I'm driving there and flying there, and then I have to cover cases there, and there could be days that I wake up early, get on a plane, fly over there, do the surgery, fly back, get back, do another surgery here, and then like go to bed, you know, like it just matters on territory. So that's where I say you guys can reach out to me, but I, I don't know the territory. I don't know the division, you know, like, cause like I said, there's some spine cases that spine could be a two hour surgery and there's other spine cases that could be an eight hour surgery. It matters what product you're selling, you know, and, and I don't know that. So that's where you guys have to do your homework. Um, but also just understand, you know, what lifestyle it's going to bring to you when you're going into it also with, you know, lifestyle, but how much money? You know, this is the most common thing that I get asked. How much money can I make? Again, I, I had a TikTok go viral that it was like, hey, I put the average was 149000 in two, uh, 2018. I had another one go viral when I put that, you know, this was again of people who responded back to medreps.com. They do a survey every year. Again, if you looked on the stats, it says the average person, you know, I think it was like eight years in the industry or whatever. So again, you're going to make more money the longer you're in it, longer relationships, more promotion, stuff like that. And it was like 170,000, right? Like that doesn't mean you come in and your base is 170,000. It doesn't mean you're coming in and you're making 170,000, you know, like you're probably coming in and making 60,000. And then you got to work up and then maybe in five years, you make 130,000, 150,000. I don't know. It just matters your territory. So again, that's the question you have to ask yourself is like, you, that's why I say you have to do the research because the only way to figure it out is by calling reps, uh, calling a rep that's in spine and asking them, what's your lifestyle like? How much can I ask a, a general, you don't ask them how much money they actually make, like take home, but Hey, what's a, what's an estimate? of what this division could produce, you know, like that's a question you got to ask. And then 
once you figure that out, again, you can make money in everything. You can make money not in medical device sales. Like that's the thing I always tell people. Like I just listened to a podcast. There was a guy who does insurance. He makes a million dollars a year. You know, like it doesn't mean medical device sales. You can make money doing anything. It just matters how good you are at it. And like, again, what's your territory look like? What's your product in your bag? What What's the opportunity there? Um, how much coverage do you get? Like, do you ha- is it a case dependent product or can you sell it and kind of walk away? You know, like that's the things you have to learn when you're trying to figure it out. But honestly, like uh, my thing is like people ask me, what's, what's my average day look like, right? It's looking more at like, like today I woke up at 4am. I go get my workout in. I'm usually starting my day by six, six 30, getting stuff, grabbing my equipment, grabbing everything I need, getting to, if I have cases, getting to the cases, uh, that are at 7.30, get to the hospitals by about 7, 7.10. And then I'm doing cases and then just doing territory stuff until about four or five o'clock every night. And then, you know, I'm still like, I still get emails at six or seven o'clock at night. It's not like I just turn it off. I'm still answering things, um, but maybe I can step away and like maybe go do something around five, six, seven o'clock at night. But again, just understanding that you never know what that looks like. And again, there are those freedoms where it's like, hey, like today, like yesterday, I don't have to do a lunch or I don't have to be at a surgery so I can come home and eat my lunch and then go back out. Like there's some of those little wins that you can get there. But again, when people ask me what the lifestyle of a rep is, you know, like if you're not okay with like having a, a, a job or a career in this where it's, Hey, you could be working 50 hours a week. You could work 80, 90 hours a week. Um, that is going to a hundred percent come down to the division that you go to and what you're looking at. And also with how much money you can make. Um, there's, like I said, there's ones that are going to start you at a higher product, right? Like it, it just matters, you know, if there's the surgery cost, you know, a thousand dollars to do, or if the surgery costs $30,000 to do for your product, right? Like there's different things. They're going to, they're going to compensate you different. That's why I tell everyone, you have to reach out to the people that you're wanting to think about doing the uh, that job. You got to reach out and just ask them. That's what I did. And that's through reaching out to 3000 people by talking to 180 of them. I had a really good understanding. So when I got the four job offers, I knew the lifestyle I wanted to live. I knew the money I wanted to make and the, the potential there. Um, so that's that's what I went with. You know, like I also knew, like, hey, here's my opportunity. I could go to this division, um, but I I might be working way longer hours and and not having like a free life to like you know do stuff. Or I might not be able to travel as much as I want to. Again, it's not like I'm taking trips every weekend, but you know, it's not like I'm on call 24 seven with the division I'm in. So you just have to do that. And again, this is, I had a talk with a kid who called me yesterday. I just asked people, you have to ask, ask yourself how much money do you want to make and what's your lifestyle? Because here's the thing I hear all the time. Oh, I'm going to come in and make $300,000. I'm going to come in and make $500,000. You've never sold anything and you've never made $60,000, but yet you're telling me you're going to make $500,000. Like I'm with you on, yes, I want to grow. Yes, I want to be a high performer. But like, I always laugh because it's like these people come in, they're like, they haven't even been an associate. They don't even know what the the job requires. They don't even know anything. And they're like, I'm going to be $300,000. I'm going to make 500K in the first three years. You don't know. Like there's a potential you could, but like, I, I promise you, the reps who are making that kind of money, it wasn't three years, it's 10 years, it's 15 years. It's building relationships. It's doing stuff like you guys just have to be 
just like realistic with what you're going to do. So, cause I, I'll tell you this, if you're coming in here and you're like, I'm gonna make $200,000 within the first year or two, probably not going to happen. Just, just being realistic, um, with you guys, like, yeah, it might happen, but are you a high performer? Are you really good? And you can say you are until you get in. Like, can you come in and really turn a territory around? Can you really come in and make a dip impact into a territory? Like you'll never know until you get in. So I just say that to everybody because I was, I got derailed, but the talk I had with the kid was how much money do you really need to make and what kind of lifestyle do you want to, do you want to make more money and have no life and just like say goodbye to three, four years? That's okay. Like there's no right or wrong answer. It's just what's, what's okay with you. Or would you like, Hey, maybe I'll make a little less money, but I have a little more freedom. And maybe, and maybe you can start a side hustle and do something else and make, make more money that maybe you're more passionate about. I don't know. You know, like that's the questions you have to ask yourself. Um, and then the last thing I want to just bring up, this is where I just talked to, uh, talking about this exact same thing. This is where people ask me about pharmaceuticals. You know, like I've, I never went into pharmaceutical. It wasn't the like career choice I was going after, but you know, I've talked to pharmaceutical reps, you know, like the, just so you guys know, if you don't know this, there's a bad stigma in medical device. Medical device sales don't like hiring people in pharma majority of the times. So I'm not saying there's no pharma people because there are. Um, but like I've talked to managers who they really liked a candidate, found out they're in pharma, took them out. And then they liked them up to that point. Um, but they just found out they're in pharma and they took them out because the stigma around pharma is, hey, Maybe it's not as much selling as it is just like dropping things off. The, and again, I'm not saying that that is it. That's what I've just heard. And that's the stigma around the the culture of like, hey, it could be that. Um, it could also be like, hey, maybe they don't work as long as ours or it's not as like really as tough as medical device sales. Again, I'm not saying that at all. That's just what I've heard. But like I, I, I have heard from pharmaceutical reps, you know, they might make less money but they might also have way more freedom. You know, they might be working not as hard and not having to cover all these cases and not do stuff. And maybe they work, you know, a couple or like five, six, eight hours a day. And maybe they make a hundred to $130,000 a year with maybe a car stipend and stuff like that. But they have a lot more freedom in their schedule. Again, I'm telling you, I don't know. That is just what I've heard when I talk to pharmaceutical reps, um, when I talk to people in medical device sales, and that was the stigma around it and what people said. So there, again, there's no right or wrong answer because I've known people who've gone from pharma to medical device sales because of certain reasons, and like maybe they wanted to make more money and they do this opportunity. But that's not saying you can't make money in pharma because you can. You can go, and I've I've known people who they're like, I don't like the lifestyle of medical device sales, and I'm gonna go do pharmaceuticals. You know, like there's no right or wrong answer. The real question you just have to ask you yourself, and that's what this whole podcast is: How much do you want to work? How much money do you want to make? What do you want your life to be like? Because again, each one's gonna look very different, and there's nothing wrong. I gotta say this: there's nothing wrong with like people. We talk about trauma. Trauma is usually a a good way to put your foot in the door because it's a high turnover rate because you work all the time. But there's nothing wrong with getting your foot in the door, doing it for two, three years, sacrificing your, if you're 22 or even if you're 30, like who cares? Like if you sacrifice two or three years to get in there, like this is what I always tell my people that call me. If you work for a top trauma or you not even top, if you work in trauma and you do it for a year or two, you're going to tell me that a shoulder place isn't going to hire you because you, you already know how to do it. Like you had the experience, you can go into that, like you can change divisions, but sometimes it's just getting your foot in the door and doing it that way. So again, this is just, there's no right or wrong answer. 
and and I want this to be clear too, just because it's like a minimally invasive doesn't mean it can't make just as much as trauma and capital. It could. Like again, it matters the product, the company, the territory, how they do compensation. Like there's no right or wrong, but the only way you're gonna figure it out is by reaching out to people and having them actually tell you to their face. So Again, guys, I really hope this helped. If you guys have questions, please reach out to me. Um, but again, I I don't know. Cert- like I'll have people ask me about certain divisions and certain jobs, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not in that division, so I can't give you feedback. So again, my advice to you guys, if you have questions about that, reach out to people that are in those divisions and figure um, figure out the questions that you have and have them answer them because that's what I did. I figured out, you know, I talked to a lot of trauma reps. What's the lifestyle look like? What's the potential of earning? You know, what's 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 it going to look like here in a couple of years? Pacemakers, neuro, uh, neuro, you know, capital. Like I looked at all these. I talked to people in them all. And again, this is this podcast. Again, I also restated again is just from my experience. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just coming from my experience. Uh, so I again, I just want to restate that. But I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys find it helpful. Please, again, if you guys are watching, press press that like and subscribe button. If you're listening on the podcast, a five-star review, again, helps push us. And reach out to me on TikTok, Instagram. You guys can do LinkedIn, New to Medical Device Sales, and Jacob McLaughlin. And then you guys can also reach out um, new to medical device sales.com. You have that ebook, like I said, again, where I go in and I put my messages that I sent these people. I put, you know, my Excel sheet, my business plan, everything I did to get these job offers. It's in that, um, in the show notes, you can see it. And it's also new to medical device sales.com. So really appreciate you guys tuning in, appreciate the support and please feel free to reach out. I hope you guys have a great week. Peace.